Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. President Biden is expected to meet West Virginia Republican Senator Shelley Moore Capito at the White House today. Capito is leading Republicans' negotiations with him over competing infrastructure proposals. NPR's Windsor Johnston has more. The administration and Senate Republicans have made concessions on traditional infrastructure projects like roads and bridges, but still can't agree on a way to pay for the legislation. White House Deputy Press Secretary John Pierre says there's still time to strike a bipartisan compromise. We are working actively with members of the House and the Senate this week so that there is a clear direction on how to advance much-needed jobs legislation when Congress resumes legislative business. President Biden has proposed to cover the tab in part by raising the corporate tax rate. Republicans have flat out rejected that, arguing that they could cover scaled-back infrastructure spending with funds already allocated by Congress. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen held a virtual meeting with her Chinese counterpart today. NPR's Emily Fang says they focused their talks on economic issues involving the two countries. Chinese Vice Premier Liu He and Yellen spoke about how economic relations between the two countries is, quote, extremely important. China's readout also said the tone of the conversation was one of equality and mutual respect. Significant sanctions and tariffs imposed on China during the previous presidential administration remain, and the Biden administration is now mulling whether any should be rolled back. NPR's Emily Fang reporting. The Trump administration raised tariffs on Chinese imports over complaints about Beijing's trade surplus and industrial policies. The Justice Department has unsealed charges against an Indiana man who is already facing charges in Oregon for throwing Molotov cocktails at police. This was last fall during protests in Portland. Oregon Public Broadcasting's Conrad Wilson reports a federal judge will decide today whether to release him from custody. Malik Muhammad already faced 26 felonies in Multnomah County, including attempted murder. But he was released last week after an advocacy fund provided more than $200,000 for his bail. Days later, the FBI again arrested Muhammad. He's now federally charged with possessing a firearm that's not registered to him, civil disorder for obstructing law enforcement officers, and possessing explosives to commit a federal felony. Federal court documents allege Muhammad expressed support for anti-government violent extremist groups. Last August, court documents say he traveled to Louisville to meet two other similarly-minded groups to, quote, conduct firearms and tactical training before returning to Portland. During two protests weeks later, law enforcement say Muhammad threw Molotov cocktails at police, one which exploded. For NPR News, I'm Conrad Wilson in Portland. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 91 points at 34,660. The Nasdaq is up nearly 19 points. You're listening to NPR News. The world's biggest beef processor says it's been hacked and it's informed the White House of a ransom demand. JBS had to briefly suspend work at some plants because of the cyber attack, but it says most of its facilities will resume work today. The attack comes after last month's hacking of Colonial Pipeline. Thousands of gas stations were dry because of motorists on the East Coast inspired by panic buying. In the Philippines, Tropical Storm Dante has left at least three people dead and hundreds of others displaced. As Ashley Westerman reports from Manila, the storm has also triggered massive floods and mudslides. Images on social media out of the southern and central Philippines show muddy streets, cars stranded in standing water, and villagers scrambling to evacuate. Like this video posted by the Manila Bulletin News that shows people in the south-central province of Agusan del Norte wading through waist-deep water carrying their possessions. 
Tropical storm Dante, international named Choi Wan, swept across the archipelago with wind gusts of up to nearly 60 miles per hour. Officials say thousands have been displaced and are calling for more space to shelter them because of fears of the coronavirus. The Philippines' rainy season just began and typically runs through November. For NPR News, I'm Ashley Westerman in Manila. Media in Iran say an Iranian Navy vessel sank in the Gulf of Oman today after catching fire. The reports say the crew was safely evacuated. The cause of the fire aboard Iran's largest naval ship was not disclosed. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News in Washington.